0: Let's just, uh, let's just prepare our hearts and our ears and mind to receive God's word tonight as Pastor Adrian comes to share. And Father, we just thank you for that that you put in Adrian's heart, Lord God. Thank you for where uh, he is at in discovering new things in you. And Lord, we want to be open to that as well. Do something new and fresh in our hearts and lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good evening. Good evening. It's good to see you, it really is. It's great to have our friends from Team Challenger here again. Yeah. Some some of you guys, you know, maybe you're on the new intake, but uh, it's good. Good friend of mine, Sammy Miller. It was, yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's touched a good nerve, isn't it, for you guys? Yeah. Good. Yeah, he's in Dallas now, uh, pastoring again in an Elam Church, and uh, we went to Bible College together. So, and Sammy came here for a little while. Would often speak here. So, we're really excited uh, that that you guys could be with us this evening. I want us to just speak um, for a few moments this evening about um, finding life at the edge. Um, sometimes uh, in life, and I'm not talking about, you know, adrenaline, you know, going and doing something crazy to try and get a kick at the, on the edge, but when, when life kicks you, not what you're doing to get, but when life seems to have kicked you, and you find that you're at the end of your resources and my resources. What can we do? And uh, I, I, I just feel that um, you know, God is speaking uh, to us as a church, fresh as a church. And uh, this morning, in, very incredibly exciting worship, amazing place, full. God speaking in a new, a new heart to us about reset. If you, if you, if you're not a regular member here, attend. Then have a listen to our series at www.longeaton oasis. Uh, church.co.uk. It's not It's not an advert. It's for free. Or go on the uh, app store and, and, and download, uh, um, you know, a podcast, uh, Long Eaten Oasis, which, which embarked in a fresh series called Reset, lining up our hearts with the heartbeat of God. Sometimes you've got to press the reset button in life. And uh, this morning we looked at the, uh, finding soul rest, finding rest. So have a listen to that, because it sort of overlaps a little bit with something tonight. But tonight is less teaching, more heart. And I, I feel that God's, W- wants to just uh, touch, touch our, my heart, your heart and our hearts this evening. And um, yeah, so, you know, when life kicks you, so it's, it's not getting a kick, being at the edge, you're getting a thrill. But when things, have you ever felt that uh, you, you, you're a bit on the edge? What I mean by that is that, you, you know, you, you, you feel like you're going to fall off, fall off in marriage, fall off at home, fall off in finance. Maybe you have fallen off. Uh, as it were, and, and you don't know where it's going. Maybe uh, you feel it's over and you feel out. Um, but you feel like giving up, giving in. Uh, sometimes we feel like I'm breaking up or in, in, even at a point where I feel like I'm breaking down. And that's from all walks of life. It, you don't have to just fall on one side of the fence, be born with a silver spoon. It, it's ir- irrespective. It's immaterial of how much or how little we've got, how clever we think we are or how not. Being human... In this fallen world, it means that sometimes these things will come our way and you and I can feel really lousy. There's been times in my own life, I have had a great upbringing, I've had a great home, but I felt I've been, my life, I'm at the edge of all that I can take in my my life at times. And, uh, you know, bad things happen to good people. As I, you know, look over my own life and experience, and when I look at that of others, I've been probably 30 years in Christian ministry, pastoring in a local church. Um, I've, I've observed this, and you may have heard this, and I'm sure that you've heard other people speak like this from platforms other than this, but very often at the point of breakdown, there's a possibility of a breakthrough. And I don't just say that as a nice little sermon. This is good. Let's pat ourselves on the back and all go home and think, how nice is that? Honestly, I really mean that. It's quite amazing. In my own experience, I, I've learned I've learnt the positive and I've learned the letdowns from this, um, that you know, um, the, uh, Richard Branson, the entrepreneur, uh, Virgin Atlantic, Virgin Airways, Virgin Records, he, he said that when he failed, he got back up again, didn't give up and carried on. And that's why he made it. Breakdown, there's always a breakthrough coming. And it's interesting. I read a book about business entrepreneurs. It wasn't a Christian book, but it was about people that seemed to be successful in business and why. And they made lots of mistakes. They lost a lot of money, many of them, but they said they never gave up. And they were standing when something happened. It's amazing. This is what I'm talking about sometimes in life. And um, I don't know about you, but there have been points in my life when, when I've come to the edge of my own resources. I can't do this anymore. I feel like cracking up. I haven't got the energy. I can't carry this. I can't do this. I can't live like this. I can't do this job. I can't live this this life or this marriage. Or or I can't carry this burden or or this pain that's going on in, in my heart and life. And that's what I mean by at times when we live at the edge, at the edge of ourselves at the edge of our resources, at the edge of my mental ability, at the edge of my emotions, at the edge of even the way I feel and, 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 and think at times. You can feel that you can be unravelling at the seams because you're at the edge. That's what I mean. And the good news is this, and I don't just say it because I'm positive. I'm positive because God is the good news. And this is the good news that there is life at the edge. There is the possibility. How about this? No matter how you might feel, where we're at tonight, there is life. There's a place of life at the very edge of how you feel and how I feel and how I'm relating. There really is. And his name is Jesus Christ. He is the life. I am the resurrection and the life, he said. I am the truth and the life. And it's when we reach out to his hand that we will know life at the edge Things happen when uh, we're stretched. When when I'm stretched, in my life where I've been stretched to the end of my resources, my ability, my know-how. And as a pastor, I've 30 years of limited, I suppose, experience. I could sometimes live off that experience. But boy, I tell you, I've been stretched many a time to the point where I thought, I can't do this or I can't do that. I don't know what to do on this. You can't bluff it because you slip up. And I found this. When I feel stretched, it's at that point that I can only be changed by God's strength. And this is where there is life at the edge of our resources, where you might feel that things aren't good or you're not good and I can't go on. Is that when I'm stretched, there is a place for the possibility of God's strength. And it's that that I look out to. And this is why I say there's life, there's a possibility of life at the edge of your resources when you've come to the end of yourself. I discovered this a long time ago. And I've said it often in our church here. When I come to the end of myself, I'm in a position to find the beginning of God. I don't say that as a nice little thought to write down or put on a a Twitter quote or whatever it is that that, that people want to do. I honestly believe that is the case. That's been my experience That's my experience. When I come to the edge of me, when I come to the end of me, uh, then you're in a position when I've got my strength is, is, I tell you what, it's very dangerous if you think that you've got it all. It's very dangerous if you think as a Christian, this is it. It's very dangerous if we think that we've done it as a church. If this is all that there is. Because there isn't, there's so much more as we stretch out in him. He gives us strength. And if you don't beat yourself up, if you don't very, feel, feel very strong, you don't feel very good, you've let God down, you've let your wife down, your family down, uh, you've let your church down, we've let each other down, you've let your employer down, you've let yourself down. When we come in, and there's not much strength in ourselves, we can reach out for the strength of God. This is why Jesus comes to give us all of God's heart and love. And so when we come to the end of ourselves, we're in a place to discover the very beginning of God. You know, um, you know, in life, there's just some stuff. I was saying this, this morning about rest. You know, there's just some stuff I'm not designed to carry. Are you carrying stuff and you can't cope? Look, it, I, I, I guarantee, if you're you'd be at Teen Challenge, there'll be stuff that you can't cope with. Let me tell you, in my life, there's stuff I can't cope with. I don't have to be at Teen Challenge for that. And, and in, our, in our church, there's stuff that we, 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 and we were not designed. There's just, and this is why we get anxious, why we get stressed. This is why. And I, I just realized when I come to the end of my resources, there's stuff that I can't carry. It's not being defeatist. It's acknowledge I'm at the edge. This, this, is, this is something I can't, then it's then that God says, come to me. Come to me, I will give you rest to Jesus. Come to me and I will give you rest. And um, so look, just quickly, uh, three things. And uh, they're three stories, really, of people at the edge, just to prove a point. I mean, Andrew, when he shared about coming to the edge of the river, the water and God's miracle. That, that, that is just amazing. Let me just share three, three simple stories, and we're going to move really quickly and give an opportunity to come uh, for us to, to uh, come to Him. First one is this. There's a story of three people at the edge and how the, each one found an amazing miracle, an amazing release in their lives. The first one is found in Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 to 28. It's a lady who comes to Jesus and throws herself at his feet. Uh, this, it's, it's called, if, if you've got the NIV, it's the faith of a Canaanite woman. If you don't have a Bible, that's fine. Just sit back and listen. I'm going to read it anyway. And you can just listen if you want to follow it. It's in Matthew chapter 15 verses 21 to 28 but three people at the edge and three people who found their miracle and here we go so uh, chapter 15 verse 21 leaving that place Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon a Canaanite woman from the vicinity came to him crying out Lord son of David have mercy on me my daughter is demon possessed and suffering terribly Jesus didn't answer a word so his disciples came to him and urged him, "Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us." They were getting a bit embarrassed, very embarrassed. actually. she said, get, "Get rid of her! Get rid of her!" It's causing a, causing a, a real big stink. And he answered, "I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel." At that point, he knew that in, his initial, where he was initially, was the lost sheep of Israel, and. Uh, but the woman came and knelt before him lord help me she said and he replied it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs yes it is lord she said even the dogs eat crumbs that fall from the master's table then jesus said to a woman you have great faith your request is granted and her daughter was healed at that moment what a miracle She was living life at the edge. First of all, in that culture, she was a woman. I'm not seeking to be sexist, but that was the culture of the day, 2,000 years ago. And secondly, she was a Canaanite. Canaanite, pagan. The Israelites had a a saying. They called pagans or Gentiles, Gentile dogs. It's in rabbinic writings. And so this is an interesting story when she talks about tossing, you know, the, you know, even even the dogs have the crumbs. It's an interesting. She 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 was playing on this understanding that she was a dog. She she was considered a, a, a gentile. It was a do, very derogatory. You were pushed to the. I tell you what, if you think that you're in a bad place, she was pushed right out to the outer limits of the edge. And then Jesus made matters worse when he said, you know, toss. We won't even toss our bread. And she said, well, even the dogs. Then she said this, at the edge, at that place the farthest, even not having huge loaves of bread, she said, well, even dogs pick up the crumbs. Wow. At the edge. And so Jesus says to her, I have not found faith like this. (laughs) You think at the first of this story, what horrible story. You've been a bit heartless. But he he is is, tested her faith, and he said, "I've not found faith like this. Your request is granted, and immediately her daughter was healed." At that moment, I think if it was me, I might have been complaining. Haven't got my nice seat. Didn't open the door for me. He didn't look at me and smile. Even the dogs have the crumbs," she said. it, It. What incredible, it's an incredible story. She was a Gentile pagan, a Canaanite, a pagan, a a woman pushed right to the farthest limit. What a terrible place to be. And she would be satisfied with the crumbs because she knew the crumbs would change her life and Jesus releases her with the reward of his full presence and gives her uh, the, the full bread Uh, What an amazing story. You know, if you and I, uh, we find ourselves where we don't think that we're any good, we're not in a good place, reach out to him because he looks to reach out to you. The second story is, again, another lady on the edge. It's found in um, Matthew chapter 9. And uh, it's where a lady reaches out and touches the edge of Jesus' garment. Touches the edge of his cloak. It's an incredible story. This again, when I've read this, it just amazes me. It amazes me that of the hope that we have and can have in our hearts and lives. When we're at the end of ourselves, we discover the very beginning of God. Look at this. It says there in uh, Matthew chapter nine, verses eighteen to twenty-six. I've only picked three stories tonight, just for the amount of time that we've got. Verse 18, while he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, my daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went to him and so did his disciples. Now, it's just to get a bit of context. Now, come to verse 20. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. It's it's just a great story, this. Touch the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if only I can touch his cloak, I'll be healed. Don't complain about, I've learnt now, I'm not to complain. I'm not going to complain about where I am, what I do, where I find myself, the town that I'm in, the church building that I've found. God can do anything. God can do anything. And she says, if I can just touch him. Um, touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If only I can touch his cloak, I'll be healed. Jesus turned and saw, Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. In another translation, uh, other, another account says that power, Jesus felt and knew that power had gone out of him and touched this woman. A uh, couple of things again there's another woman in the story. In that culture, women were pushed right to the edge. There was no, no emancipation of lot of culture and life, in in many ways. But she had something greater. She had an issue with bleeding, and in Old Testament law, there were certain laws about purification, and she would have been kept at a real distance. She she was risking everything, actually, even touching the hem of his. That was a big risk for her. But uh, she would have been kept far, far away. That was, that was the rites of purification. And, um, and then, so, so she, you know, J- Jesus is moving by. And she just, it, it's her faith. It's her desire. It's her just saying, I need, I've come to the end of me. I've got no strength. And it's at that point when you've got no strength that God can give you strength. In your marriage. In our home, in your job, in your heart, in your life, in your body, with that habit or that addiction. Whatever it may be, he's the one who can strengthen us if we reach out to him. And it's an incredible story. So there you see it again. She touched the edge of his cloak and immediately she is healed. She is strengthened final story is this last one i like to speak in threes and this is the final one it's about a leper well it was a group of lepers actually suffer- a group of men suffering with a skin complaint uh, terribly painful eating away at, at the skin the muscles and ultimately your bones leprosy is a it's a, today it's a, it's a curable disease but it would have been incurable at the time uh, unless god touches you and an awful thing. Here we go. Luke chapter 17, verses 11 to 19. This is the story of living on the edge. If ever there was a story about living on the edge. Now on the way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into the village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, master, have pity on us. They had to be a long way away. They had to be on the edge, you see. Couldn't get, lepers couldn't come near, had little bells on their on their clothes to make make you know or keep away from them. And they would have been a long way away, and this is why they were shouting out, Jesus. They were a long way away on the edge. And when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Um, and and he, <laughs> the sting in the tail, and he was a Samaritan. It's a Samaritan that comes back and thanks Jesus. I'll say that in a minute. It's amazing. It's kept there. It's an incredible story. Jesus asked, were not all 10 cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well he was a leper. They were all suffering with leprosy, rather. Infectious in, 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 horrible disease. And in the in the Eastern the heat the hot culture it would have been you know people ran away. You, well, you they ran away but you had to keep a distance. And so this is why they shouted at him. But secondly, so that, that, that left you pushed out of society and life. You had to feed on scraps, you had to beg. You know, people would chuck scraps towards you, chuck money at you from a distance. They wouldn't even give you the dignity of dropping it down at your feet. They'd probably throw it at you and you'd have to go and get it or something. It, it was that bad. And, but not only was it that bad living far away and living right on the edge of everything. Um, it says he was a Samaritan. And Samaritans were considered untouchable. He was a double untouchable. I mean, that, that's bad life. Talk about being dealt a bad hand. It's incredible. This is an incredible story. Of the, and it, it's this guy who actually comes up to Jesus and says, and, and, and comes before him and says, thank you. Thank you. His heart, his heart. You see, it's when we've got no strength that God gives us strength. You know, this evening, I, I, I want to say to you, where, where, where are you? Where are you with your heart and your life? What's going on in your mind and your emotions? Where, where are you in, in our marriage? Where are you as a Christian and your walk with God? Where are you as a Christian and your walk with God right now? You know, where, where are you in your heart and life? <clears throat> Excuse me. With the way you feel about yourself. Something that haunts you. Old habits that die hard. You know. You might feel that you've come to the end of yourself, your resources. Maybe some of us, I don't know tonight. You know, you could have news from a doctor that says there's not much more that we can do. And so that you really are at the end of your resources, maybe this evening. And you feel that you've got got not much strength. Will you reach out to him? Will Will you reach out to him? In your weakness, will you reach out for his strength? Will you? Let's pray. I wonder if one of the worship team would come back; that would be just great. We're gonna reach out to him, and we want to pray. Now I know, with the great group of people here tonight, there are some things that I could say, and you know, it's going to be you. It's going to be you. There's going to be things that touch you, but you know, for us all tonight. There is life at the end of your resources. There is life in your weakness and your worry. There is life and hope with the habits. There is life and hope with the challenge at work or in our marriage or your marriage. There is life and hope in your heart right this moment with a relationship with Jesus Christ. The only thing is, do you notice that each one of those people at the edge reached out. Do you notice that? The common denominator for each one was they reached out. Will you do that tonight? Let's pray. Maybe you're here and you haven't come to that place where you've made your peace with God. You know, you can read the Bible. That's amazing. That's really good. You can sing songs. You can pray. You can even attend church. Uh, That doesn't make us necessarily right with God. They're amazing things. They're all good things. I'm not knocking any of them. But what makes us right with God is to reach out to him because he reaches out to you and he does that through his son, Jesus Christ. In John chapter three, verse 16, for God so loves you and I, the world, that he gives his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. He wants us to reach out to him Maybe you're here tonight and the way of reaching out is to say, forgive you me for living for me. I want to give you my life. Maybe that's you tonight. If that's you, then just pray right now. Almighty God, you don't have to pray it out loud, pray it in your heart. Forgive me for living for myself without you. I repent that means I'm going to turn my life around them. And I want to give my life to you. I want to believe and trust in your son, Jesus. And I'm reaching out to him and putting my hand into his. I pray, Father God, anyone that has done that tonight, whatever background, whatever walk of life, whatever area they've come from, whether they come in, in regularly on attending here, Sunday after Sunday, I pray that you will open your arms and heart and receive that person, man or woman, whoever it may be, young or old, that you will receive them with your love and with open arms in Jesus' name. Will you fill them with your spirit, Father God, I pray. Holy Spirit, you are so welcome just to come and touch our hearts and minds and fill our lives afresh in your name. Maybe you're here tonight and there are habits to break and you're at the end of your own strength, then give your life to him. Put your life into his hands and say, take this. Take me. You're at the end of yourself. Discover God. Give him your life. Give him the habit. Give him your mind. Maybe you've got regrets. Give him your regrets. Maybe you feel guilty. Give him your guilt. Maybe you feel sick right now. Then please, Lord, take this sickness? Maybe there's something in relationships that are broken, a circumstance. Will you take this relationship? I give you this person. Name them right now in your mind and heart. Give them to God. Is there a broken marriage, a broken home, a broken heart? Give your heart to Him right now. Say, take my life. I give it to you. As you do that, receive the person of the Holy Spirit afresh to be released, if you're a Christian, be released anew in you. For the first time, received and filled afresh. Holy Spirit, we say you are welcome to fill and flow and flood and touch hearts, minds, bodies, and lives. Fill this place Honour your son Jesus. May Jesus be glorified and his name lifted over every life and heart here represented. Not only here, but over family and friends that we're thinking about right now. If you've hurt someone with your life, then may something good be released as you give your heart afresh to Jesus. May something good be released upon your family or loved one right now. It's the love of God, the love of Jesus, the power of the Holy Spirit, forgiveness and grace, mercy and freedom to be released in us and through us. By the power of your Son, we pray. And in Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. Shall we stand together, please? Uh, If you want to remain seated, you're welcome to. But if you can stand, then please stand. Let's just open our heart. Keep our hearts open, rather. And uh, let's seal what we've prayed as we call upon God and give him our hearts and give him our lives.